0: We look back on the Miami Heat series one last time, and enough with the Marcus Smart slander. Plus, will the Celtics be able to do what they did against Miami, against Golden State, and get away with it? Uh, We're going to preview a little bit of this series and what I hope doesn't come down to just a simple Robert Williams knee injury. It's all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics. Who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O'B. Corral above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird, to DJ. Keep John on replay. Prime time, up the truth on the sideline. Raining J's how we started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Locked On Celtics podcast. Thank you for making the show part of your daily routine and your first listen every single day, Monday through Friday. Nah, not good enough. Every day now. Every day now for the rest of the season, for the rest of the NBA Finals, because that's how we do it here on Lockdown Celtics. Celtics are in the NBA Finals, so bonus coverage all around. For me, John Corrales, I cover the Celtics from, but for Boston Sports Journal, maybe from Boston Sports Journal too. Uh, I've written a book called The Boston Celtics All Time All-Stars. And I was one of the uh, media voters for the 75th anniversary team. Coming to you, still from Miami, Florida. I am still here getting ready to uh, head back to Boston and then quickly turn around to head to San Francisco. But we still gotta celebrate this game with Tom Westerholm. Tom underscore NBA. How you
1: doing over there, Tom? I'm good, man. It's been uh, it's been a wild ride, but it's uh, you know, it's been, it's been... <laughs> Been a, been a heck of a week here. Did you did you tell me the Celtics are in the finals?
0: Is that what's going yeah, on? Yeah, that's the thing. Did you know that the Celtics are a basketball team? Did you know that? <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with the sport, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then there's this thing called the playoffs, and the Celtics have now beaten three teams, Brooklyn, uh, Milwaukee, and did you know Miami had a team? Miami has a basketball team. Uh, they are actually pretty good, and the Celtics beat them. And now they're in this thing called the NBA oh. Finals. Well, no. well, let's talk this about is, it. This is this is the type of stuff that you get only on the Locked On Celtics podcast. No one else is going to explain to you how playoffs in basketball work. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I've been going like crazy here, and and so I haven't even been able to watch anything. Or we're just we're still celebrating this this win over over the uh, Miami Heat. Looking at like some of the the aftermath, people like I can't believe people are like getting on Marcus Smart's ass. Like, after this game, like, I'm, I'm waking up to Twitter being upset about Marcus Smart. Like, the team's going to the NBA Finals. Are you really, like, such a smart hater that you have to find a way in the, in this celebratory mood? Like, you're still going to find a way to be, oh, Marcus Smart, I can't stand that. And You're going to the NBA Finals, for God's sake. I can't believe people are just, like, still won't take a day off from that stuff.
1: Listen, I'm, I'm I I think I'm always up for uh, bashing on smart bashers. I think especially when you look at the team the Celtics are about to play, right? Like the Warriors, like you need somebody like Marcus Smart. You need somebody who can do the things defensively that he can do, who can do the switching that he can do. Like, okay, yeah. I sure, I thought some of his shot selection down the stretch might not have been the best. Um, you know what? Celtics won. Like Like, yeah, you know, if Jimmy Butler, if Jimmy Butler makes that three, we're having a very different conversation, obviously. But even then, I don't think that you're having like a conversation that's like, hey, maybe the Celtics should get rid of smart because like this team was the best starting lineup in the NBA all season. You know, they were the um, you know, like this group is under contracts for quite some time. Like it's it's. Like, you can critique, you know, certain things about him. But when you start getting into stuff like, you know, Marcus Smart is, you know, almost cost the Celtics the series, all that stuff. It's like, well, okay, but the Celtics are not in this series without Marcus Smart either. So, like, you yeah, know, I mean, some, <laughs> it, 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 it is <laughs> funny if you're people who need something to complain about, find things to yes. complain about as the Celtics reach the NBA Finals for the first time in over a decade. Right.
0: right, It's that. it's that, like, be self-aware. You need something to complain about. You're not happy unless you're upset. And there are some people who are just like, or,
1: or Kraus, more importantly, you have nothing interesting to say unless you are upset. Right. Right. That's a good
0: point because there are some people who can only be interesting if they're mad. And that's, that's a hell of a hat to hang, you know, hell hell of a place to hang your hat. But like, um, it really pigeonholes
1: you. It really, really gives you you have a lot of flexibility if that's your thing.
0: Right. Because when the team actually succeeds, you're like, well, I got to be mad about something. And then you just look like kind of a petty, Jerk, yeah, um, but so the and I said this on last night's podcast, but I'm happy to kind of like go over it again with somebody else here. Beginning of the court, beginning of the game, first quarter, Marcus Smart. I didn't like what Marcus Smart was doing, so Marcus in the early goings, I was like, okay, buddy, you know, let's let's dial it back a little bit. He took one shot, the, the one three that he made early on as he was pulling up, but I literally said out loud, oh, Marcus, and he made it <laughs> <I was just laughs> laughing. Um, the early, the early shot selection was not great, but also he was a big part of why they built that lead and he settled down and in the middle quarters, he was great. Yeah. My contention is that the fourth quarter was, was not Marcus smarts necessarily fault and people will only, this is to me, the people who are complaining about the fourth quarter are, are people who are, or fourth quarter Marcus smart are people who are only watching the ball go in and out and aren't able or aren't willing to see why certain things are happening, which is fine. Not everybody's going to be able to do that. But that fourth quarter, the last four minutes or so, that stagnant offense was gross. I hated it. And if you're going to work the clock down, not even work the clock down, wait for the clock to get down to like seven or eight, and you give it to Jason Tatum, And he makes one move, draws two, and then kicks it to somebody. Well, what's Marcus Smart going to do when he's got the ball with five, six on the clock? Now there are a couple of shots that he took with eleven or twelve on the clock. Fine, like that's you know you want him to to keep moving and get something something else. That's fair. But when you're in a stagnant offense and there are no shots coming. When Marcus gets the ball, he has an open shot. You put him in the position to be like, well, here's the open shot. I got to take it. Because the next thing you can do is, okay, I can work it around to Jalen, but Jalen's going to get double teamed, and now I'm going to get the ball with two seconds. So to me, it was less Marcus saying, oh, I'm going to be this hero and take over, and we're going to go as I go. And it was more, the Celtics got away from what was working. They, I'm I'm fine with working the clock down to the single digits, but do it with some passes. Do it with some movement. Find something that you, you know, keep, keep working. Like, you can't just get a mismatch for Tatum. Find a mismatch for Jalen. Find a mismatch for somebody else. Keep working the ball. You never know. Even if you say, well, Jimmy Butler was on Jalen, you never know when Jimmy's going to help. And you create a lane for Jalen Brown. So I think the late game discussion is less about Marcus Smart and more about the Celtics need to get away from that stagnant type of late game offense when they have a lead and just go and build on a lead rather than just try to milk the clock.
1: Yeah, I I could not agree more. I mean, I think, you know, Tatum... When, like, Nikias Duncan had a really good point on this in, like, a Twitter thread where when the Celtics slowed the ball down, how much harder that made it for him. The Heat had so much more of a chance to kind of load up on him and make it hard. And it just, it takes away options. Like, when he attacks early, you know, when the Celtics aren't slowing it down, when he attacks early, everything is so much easier. There's so much more, you know, space to work with. There's so many more options. You you know, if he kicks the ball, that person can then swing the ball. That person can swing the ball. Whatever it might be. It's just so much harder when there's less time on the clock. And yeah, like to your point, the other thing about smart taking those shots, any one of those open three-pointers, if it goes in, it's the kill shot. It's the dagger. It's over right. at that point, right? Like, so it's, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, I don't know how you felt about, about the Jimmy Butler three. It's kind of like that shot. It's like you went for the win and I kind of understand and respect that. Like if, I mean, if Jimmy Butler makes that three, it is over. like, I'm sorry. It's just like that one point lead would have felt like 20 point lead like at that stage in the game and, and true for smart if he makes that three it's over and i i think there's a lot of value in in that being the shot that you take so look did he shoot well did he you know did he put the Celtics in a tough and absolutely but i do think Celtics the biggest thing is like i understand milking the clock i understand that like you look at that at that clock and you're like want to give them a chance to get back in it but i i just never think slowing the game i don't think it's it's very fair to blame blame, smart blame anybody for what happens when you make that decision because you know yeah the other team is going to get back into it and you're rolling the dice that you're going to be able to finish them off
0: so all right this this brings me to a point where if we'll we'll fold in golden state and why the celtics should be more like golden state in this situation. And I think this has something to do with the experience of a Warriors team versus the experience of a Celtics team. I'll talk about that in just a second. First, let's talk about prize picks. You can still have a great daily fantasy option for the NBA. Not so daily anymore. It's going to be like you have the mo- at the most seven games. But prize picks is daily fantasy made easy that you will love and you can continue after the NBA season is over because it involves all sports you can you can make picks on over unders throughout the entire uh, major sports universe. Here, it's very simple. People love this this game. Uh, it's two two to five players that you can pick on an over over under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers, which is awesome. It's not you doing daily fantasy against a bunch of experts and people with high powered computers and all of that. So you just it's just you, and you can do it in thirty and sixty seconds or less. And the in Prize Picks offers safe and fast withdrawals. You can use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. You can think of any prop you can think of: points scored, rebounds, steals. It's all there. And like I said, the mixed sport entries. So, do a uh, Rafael Devers home run or RBI over under uh, on top of Jason Tatum points over under. You can do that on Prize Picks. So it's not just NBA, it's college basketball when they're in session, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA. It's all right there. Whatever is in season, you got it right there. For a limited time, PrizePix has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all our users. You get $50 for free if a player in your first PrizePix entry scores a single point. But you got to use the code NBA. This is an exclusive offer for Locked On fans. Sign up today. Use the code NBA, $50 free.
2: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks
0: for on Celtics your first listen every day. Why not listen to an NBA Big Board as your second listener? Second listen. I got this. My mouth, it'll, it'll come around. Uh, Locked On NBA Big Board is uh, hosted by Rafael Barlow, who's awesome. He is in-person covering... Uh, All the prospects, he's scouting everybody. He's he's really great. So check out Locked On NBA Big Board wherever you get your podcast, wherever you found Locked On Celtics. Let's bring Tom Westerholm back in, and let me continue my point from before. So the Warriors, when you see them in a situation like Boston was in, they don't they run their stuff. They they go out. Seth Curry has no fear of missing a shot because they have the confidence like, hey, if I miss, we'll just go back and we'll stop them. We'll get the rebound and we'll come back down. We'll score. Not a big deal. You know, you're up 13 at that point. Come down. I'm going to take a good shot. I'm going to take a good shot for me. And obviously a good shot for Steph is, a, is not a good shot for everybody else in the league, but for him, it, it's good. And But it, it works for like they, they'll still run pick and rolls, they'll run handoffs with Draymond, they'll run split action, they'll do all of their normal stuff. That's part of why the Warriors are so damn good. No fear of the moment, no fear of the missed shot. The Celtics, in that in the last few minutes of that game, I, I, I'm not sure if fear is the right word, but okay, maybe fear is the right word. They were afraid of the game. They were just, we got it. They were like, we got it. We're here. Let's just milk that clock as much as we can and try it out. And, and, and honestly, they were like, they they almost got what they deserved because yeah. milk that clock the way they, they did. I, I thought that Butler three was going in. And I never, in that moment, I didn't have any issue with that three. Jimmy made that exact same shot earlier in the game, made that exact same three-pointer. When you're Jimmy Butler, <laughs> you can will your team to win. That's a shot like, what are you going to do? People say, oh, you got to play for the tie. I'm like, are you kidding me? The Celtics have started every quarter. Like, yeah, you have momentum, but like the Celtics could have come down and scored. They needed anything they could to score. You have a, a master grifter, Marcus Smart. Miami is in the penalty. You Too much left to chance with too much time. I agree with your point that one point, lead would have felt like 20, but the Celtics still would have had time to go out there and force something and potentially get free throws. And you just, I understand going for the win. I get it. So, but Boston was, I think, just so afraid of losing that they played not to lose. And when you watch the Warriors, and if the Warriors were up 13 in that situation, I just have to believe like they would have won by 25. Because they just come down and they have no fear. They play free. They play loose. And they're they're okay with the result.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I do think that one thing that definitely happened to the celtics was they were the better team and they were understandably afraid of losing like i don't you can't blame them for being afraid of losing that heat team is actually really scary like nobody wanted to give them that credit before the series but like that heat team is scary they are good they are tough they will just go at your neck jimmy butler will go at your neck jimmy butler will go for the win with yeah. you know 11 yeah. seconds left like that is a nasty nasty team that just wants to like you know beat you up and you know take your lunch money and the Celtics almost gave it up but you know what that's the thing the Celtics are the better team and like again you know I almost I almost feel like you know I'm we're, we're kind of like you know crit- critiquing the Celtics a little unfairly who who among us didn't look at that game and be like I still think the Celtics might lose this like the whole game they they led wire to wire and every single one of us even when they were up 13 with like 3 minutes left I still was like yeah I think they got this I yeah, don't know yeah, there would I, I, there was nothing about this and and I think that's that's going to be the interesting thing I think about the warriors is that there isn't for the Celtics there is no history there right like well, I mean there's history from the regular season but there's no playoff history there the heat the Celtics had a playoff history against they knew that they could lose to the heat they knew the heat could right. come back and beat them. right we don't like we we haven't seen the Celtics against the warriors the Celtics haven't seen the Celtics against the warriors there is there's there's not as much of like a dragon to slay whereas they had to slay that Heat team. They had to beat Jimmy Butler. And they did it. And I, I do kind of wonder if that's gonna be kind of a weight off their back where now maybe they're in the same situation with Golden State. Maybe they do play a little bit more freely. Maybe they do kind of feel like, okay, like we hey, we did it against the Heat, the team that tormented us. Maybe it's not gonna happen against the Warriors. Maybe they're a little bit more comfortable. So I mean, like I really do. I I, I feel for I felt for the Celtics as it was happening. I was like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, I get why this is happening. I get why yeah. you're concerned. Like, that, I also would be feeling exactly the same way you are. How could you not? You can say you're confident. You can say we believe in our team. Of course the Celtics do. Of course they believe in their team. Of course they're really good. Sure. But of course they were going to be scared of that Heat team. It made all the sense in the world. Um, and you know what? They came out the other end as winners because I do think that they were about 13 points better than that team. And when the collapse started, they, they held that 13 point lead just long enough to, uh, to, to hold on. So like, I, I, um, I I do think that it will be very interesting to see if they, you know, if, if they maybe play a little bit more freely, you know, down the stretch against the Warriors. But um, I mean, I think so much, we have to take into account, you know, all of the kind of the mental emotional toll that playing, in the Eastern Conference Finals, in a Game Seven, with a ch- like finally a chance to get over that hump, um, just getting over that hump, I think was a lot for this team.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you could see it. Um, I, I I I do I do agree with you with the whole point about Miami and look they had to play Jimmy Butler the whole game to yeah. even have a chance, right? On on that bad knee, like I wouldn't be surprised if he's if we hear that Jimmy Butler underwent successful arthroscopic surgery today to whatever. Um, And, you know, it was Max Struess who had the last, like, I mean, I guess in, in the long run, we'll figure out what Max Struess ultimately is as a player. But right now, when you say, well, Max Struess had the last shot, the last field goal attempt for the Miami Heat in this series was a Max Struess contested three-pointer. And if that's what you're relying on, then you're probably not good enough, right? Like you're just, not good enough and and even if it's by 1 point or 2 points you're not good enough. So, um that's that's just what it is. I think I think the lack of experience for the Celtics just not feeling comfortable enough. It's almost like I go back to Milwaukee last season. Um and I wonder how this is going to impact the Celtics in the finals. Milwaukee looked shaky and scared. All playoffs long, and it took Kevin Durant his foot being on the line, and then like my, Milwaukee collapsed a similar type of thing where it looked like they were afraid and they were just get away from what they're doing and brought all the way back. And then they go in miles, and it was like, Oh, okay, we are good. and. Now We're gonna show you how good we are. The Celtics don't have Giannis, so changes the dynamic of this series uh as compared to last year's final. But they getting past this with that shakiness. Now you're like, okay, whew, okay, we got it. We're good. Yep. Yeah. We're now now we can play. Now we can just play. And maybe Tatum says, okay, this is gonna be a little bit different. Because Golden State Warriors aren't going to be that physical a defense. They're, they're going to be a swarming defense, yes. but they're not going to be physical. And not like not to that level. This is going to feel like um, a walk through the park, I think, for some of these guys as they drive. Um, there's still going to be potential for a lot of turnovers, but um, yeah. I think just for just getting their asses kicked, they're going to feel a lot better. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how this this impacts
1: their their ability to play. It's going to be really interesting because, like, I think one of the things that happened is the Heat watched the Bucks, um, you know, just kind of beat the crap out of the Celtics, like physically, for like seven games, and the Heat said, "Oh, yeah, we can do that. Like, yeah, we can, we can beat you up." I don't think the Warriors can do that. The Warriors are a phenomenal defense, a smart defense, or you know, just like our, uh, like, like just as as high IQ as you could possibly ask for from a defense. But they're not, they're not built. Way that the heat, and the bar, and I—not again—not an it's just like a very different. I, I'm actually really looking forward to it because, like, those bruising game, games are fun to watch for a while, but it's gonna be really fun to see kind of like style. Um, and you just two really hyped brilliances going at each other, and maybe it's a little bit less about who can like you know swim the, the biggest haymaker. It's a little bit more about you know how you know how the switches are executed, how the rotations, work mm-hmm. what it might be. Um, and you're right. Like I'm, I mean, i do not think it's gonna be easy. You know, I don't think it's gonna be. But I do think it's gonna be different, and this is gonna be um, very interesting and very entertaining to watch.
0: Let's get into some more of this Golden State thing because now we've got to shift our focus. Enough of Miami. Miami is a worthy opponent, and a you know it could have gone either way, and but they lose. Boston wins, and now it's on to Golden State. So we will figure out. A little bit more we'll get into a little bit more of a bit of a preview of the golden state warriors first let's talk about rock auto which we know there's too many cars out there makes and models of all sorts all you know whatever each each car has its own like 10 different trims and each thing needs something different and it's impossible for that strip mall auto parts place to have everything that you need but rock auto does so save yourself the time save yourself the hassle just log on to rockauto.com from home put in the part put in your car's information figure out what you what's available there and you'll see a very expansive catalog that will give you everything that at every price point that you're looking for so you want the highest end piece you can get it you want the, to save a few bucks uh, more and get a, a bargain piece that that's fine but whichever one it is you're going to save money on that exact same thing From these chain stores and no matter how complicated it is do you need brakes do you need something for your engine and you need like a fuel pump or do you need wipers or motor oil or carpet like it's all all right there for level of thing you need for your car so head on over to rockauto.com they've been doing this for 20 years man they they really take care of their their customers and when you get there you just write locked on in there how did you hear about us box that's how they know we sent you You're going to save a bunch of money. It's an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com.
2: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: All right, Tom. So NBA Finals Celtics and Warriors still sounds weird to say. The NBA Finals Celtics and Warriors.
1: Um, it's going to be. I can think. We get into it. Can I just? Can I just really quick? It is, it, it is, I, I don't think people, I, I think, I think a lot of outside people who like, you know, especially Boston sports people, maybe who like cover the Red Sox or the Patriots. I don't think they appreciate how weird it is that the Celtics are back in the finals. Like for some reason, it's right. just harder and, and, and more monumental that the Celtics are in the finals as opposed to like, I don't know, the Red Sox or the Patriots or whatever, the Bruins or whatever it might be like, this is, this hasn't happened in a long time. Like this That's is happened uh, a while. Yeah. Mean, a big, like, deal, dude.
0: It wasn't supposed to happen. Right. Yeah, like the whole well, thing. Thing. It was like it, it, and it not only okay, it wasn't like a Cinderella run where oh, this is a scrappy team, but wow, look at how great they're playing all season long. People get into that momentum and whatever, like like the Memphis Grizzlies, let's say. They it wasn't that. Um, it wasn't the team that's built to make it and the expectations were there. It was a team that was In transition, I said the term bridge year how many times? This is an evaluation year. Can the Celtics get to the finals? Uh, Can they win a championship with just Tatum and Brown as your two main stars? Do they need to go get a third star? Blah, 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 blah. And at the beginning of the year, like we had two solid full months of them absolutely sucking. Two and a half of them being mediocre, just people not even caring. I can tell you from my podcast numbers early on November, December, not great, not a yeah. lot of interest. People were like, "Wake me up when it's the All Star break." To have a team turn it around like that mid season, and around mid season, it's a great story. Get into the playoffs, you get through, you get through, and you get to Milwaukee. And if they were to lose, people, I think the story would be like, "Wow, what a run!" You, you made it, you you know, you you beat up a, a discombobulated Nets team and you lost to the champs. They got Giannis. Like, what are you supposed to do? Great run. Now let's focus on the Al Horford question in the summer and who do you get, you know, blah, blah, blah. But they just kept on winning. Yeah. Like <laughs> over and weird. over. <laughs> weird, man. And, like, now personally – I, I've never covered an NBA Finals team so I, I I'm I'm just caught up in the flow it's just yeah. another game like now I now I have another place to go to I got to go to San Francisco like I've just got another game that I've got to go cover and each time I go to a game it's like wow there's a lot more people here there's, <laughs> there's a lot more NBA folks around here <laughs> um so I don't have the same finals feeling as everybody else who's watching because I'm like it's just I'm just here. Like, we're just grinding. And at some point, it hopefully it ends with a duck boat tour. But um, that would be... Uh, yeah, but it's weird. It is weird. I 100% agree that it's weird. Now, one question. Do, do you remember... Does, does the media get a duck boat?
1: I don't know. This is the first finals uh, run that I've covered, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, I have no idea. I That's feel worse. like I've
0: seen... I think yeah. Ask, ask
1: Mark Murphy. Uh, ask the Boston Herald's Mark Murphy. If there's one guy who would know, it's that
0: man. Yeah, I feel like I've seen like Patriots parades where like Patriots media, like, do the beat writer, do like the few of us, like, yeah, yeah, get you know, get the story from the duck boat. Because I tell you what, if I get on a duck boat, I'm going full Gronk, man. I'm going full Gronk, shirtless. Throw me beers, man. I'm I'm going for it. <laughs> like I like I scored ten points in a, a game two or something. No, I won't. Be, I, no one no one wants to see that.
1: I think every one of your listeners wants to see it.
0: <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm like the Greek Rick Ross right now. like you just don't <laughs> want me. You just don't want me. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's quickly just dive into this just because I, I'm gonna do a crossover with Lockdown Warriors and they're gonna kick me out of my hotel room in 10 minutes. <laughs> the, the, I, I think this is gonna be such an interesting series because of the stuff they're like we're, the defense is going to be huge because there's two amazing defenses, but also there's the potential for a lot of points to be scored, as well. I think I think we're going to see like routinely like, one twenty to one fifteen, and still be like, wow, there was some great defense played, but the there's going to be the potential for some runs, um, and and the one thing I'm afraid of is how combustible that. Warriors offense is if the Celtics play like they played in the first game uh game six, they're gonna get smoked. If they turn if if you have four turnovers, if Jalen has four turnovers and, and Jason has three turnovers in the first quarter, they're gonna lose that first quarter 45 to like 10. Like they are gonna get roped. And it's just going to be bad.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting, though, because I think what it comes down to is, like, one of the reasons the Celtics lost those quarters by so much was that, like, again, like, the Heat just beat them up, right? like, like They, sure, they yeah. forced all these quarters, And it was – the Celtics could turn the ball over, certainly, but it's not going to be – again, it's not going to be because of physicality. To me, I think one of the biggest issues the Celtics have to avoid is, like, is the stagnant offensive stretches. It's not so much, like – I mean, limit the turnover, certainly. Like, don't <laughs> – don't hand the ball to the other team. That's a big one. But also like you you have to limit the stagnant stretches. Like, like, you know, it's kind of an old cliche, but like, can you make the 12 to nothing run like 12 to four instead? You know, can can you, can you just like, like, can you, can, can you make them miss, you know, if they've, if they've scored on two straight possessions, can you make them miss the third, even if they do score on the fourth? Like, those little things that can limit the runs and just not, um, you know, not let them build and build and build. Because I think if they build and build and build, that's where you're going to get in trouble, especially against this Warriors team that just thrives on momentum and thrives on that, that, um, you know, kind of swaggering, like, you know, I just hit a three, watch me hit another one. Ooh, I bet you don't think I can hit this one, huh? Well, look at this. I made this one. It, like... You can't let the Warriors get into that, um, especially if you're if you're missing shots on the other end. So to me, I think that's going to be one of the biggest keys. Is just like you gotta you gotta cut those runs off as early as you can, um, limit them to the extent that you can, because you're not going to be able to limit all of them. But it just it can't be 18 to nothing. It can't be you know, um, you know, 16 to two, it's gotta be like, it's gotta be like 12 to four or something like that.
0: That's, that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. Um, I'm afraid that this series might come down to whether Robert Williams can be effective or it's not. It's Yeah. But that, that is where I feel like there's so much, like the Boston's double big matchup can be so advantageous, so advantageous. Yep. It's going to suck. If, if Rob can't be himself, now here's the good thing that there's a couple days before these games there's an extra game of rest and whenever rob's had the extra game the extra day of rest he's been good or good enough and i'm i'm i think the drawn out schedule for this series might be enough might be enough for rob to be effective because in game 7 he was not effective at all Um, and I, and I truly believe that his, his inability to be effective got into his head and it it kept him from playing his, his, at least a a modified self, right? Like he's a lot of players are good enough where they say, okay, Jimmy Butler, you, I'm, I'm not whole. I know that I can't play off of this right knee. So I'm going to do something different and I'm going to play a different, a little bit differently. I'm going to go this way. I'm going to spin this way. And I'm going to push off of this leg and I'm I'm, I'm going to be somewhat effective. And Butler's a different animal. He's just, you know, amazing. But Rob, I don't think is at that point yet where he's trying to play through the pain. Like, credit to him for trying to play through the pain. But also, like, if 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 he's not able to kind of channel that and say, here's what I need to do to be effective, even with, you know, at 60%, um, then if he's not able to do that then that takes away just such a huge huge advantage for the Celtics.
1: Yeah, it's it, it, you're 100% right that that's huge. I mean, like, you know, you, you heard Ime in the uh, in the post-game locker room, um, you know, he's like he's like shouting out everybody. He's like, "Hey, you know, good hustle, great rebound, great block shot." The one guy that he calls out by name or like the first guy that he calls out by name is Robert Williams for playing hurt. You know, and in his post-game, you know, comments, he says like Rob is not 100. He he can't give us everything that is you know that Rob is you know we're just asking him to do what he can basically and it's like I mean that that's tough because like you know so much of what of what makes Rob Rob is how physically imposing he is and how and how you know high he leaps and how um, you know mm-hmm. how how easy it is for him to catch lobs and block shots and all that stuff so. I'm with you, man. What, whatever happens in this series, I I hope that it doesn't come down to Rob was hurt. Rob was banged up. Um, because that would just, that would take a lot of the fun out of, uh, out of what should be just truly like a fun, um, exciting, fresh kind of series.
0: All right, we'll wrap it up, um, there, but first I just get, (laughs) saw this meme that came across the old Twitter machine. Um, I'm sure fans are going to love this. This is, this one's just for the fans. Um, Kyrie and KD left their teams to join forces. Those teams ended up in the NBA Finals. I'm going to put this up on my oh, the ring light. <laughs> i going to wash that out. But like, that's hilarious. And I didn't even think of that. Kyrie left the Celtics. KD left the Warriors. And they both joined forces so they can get to the NBA Finals. And it's the Celtics and the Warriors. So...
1: And not only that, the team that eliminated them was the team that Kyrie left. And that katie could have joined yeah
0: (laughs) yeah right that's right so um love it you know i can't say anything but i love it like i love that kind of stuff um i'm and i'm 100 percent all on board with players making their own decisions you want to team up team up that's fine but when you team up you got to be ready for stuff like this and this this is kind of delicious so uh that's that's a fun way to end it full we'll have plenty of time to fully preview the uh the warriors so uh tom i'll let you go thanks for hopping on.
1: appreciate
0: you my man i will do a crossover with lockdown warriors we'll get into it we'll we'll talk about this and it's gonna be interesting man i it's it's i'm definitely gonna be uh less uh less confident because i don't know how this series is gonna go we'll see how it goes so thank you all for listening watching uh, subscribing. We uh, crossed the 6,500 mark. We did it. 500 new subscribers per series. Let's bump that up because I want more than 7,000. It's the NBA finals. we got to step up our game. Can we get, this is a drawn out thing. So can we get to 7,500? 1,000 new subscribers during the NBA finals. Can you get to 1,000 for me? That means Spreading the word, sharing the podcast whenever you get it. When people who don't know say, Hey, I want something Celtics to listen to or watch. You say, I got it for you. It's the Lockdown Celtics Podcast, and it's on the Lockdown Podcast Network.
2: Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Lockdown Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.